1: Welcome to the NBA Triple Double Show powered by Sports Memo. I am your host, Ronald Caban, also known as UCapper at SportsMemo.com. Also on Twitter at U underscore Capper. Uh, Before we get into the three games today, I always want to talk about the promos that we have going on over at Sports Memo. We have the seven-day NBA package for $49. You can use the promo code COURT7 to get that deal. That's COURT7 to get a seven-day NBA package from your favorite Capper Over at sportsmemo.com for just forty nine dollars. Also for forty nine dollars, a college basketball package as well. I think um, is that a yeah? That's a seven day college basketball package from any capper over at sportsmemo.com as well. That's for forty nine dollars. No promo necessary. No promo code necessary for that one. That's just a deal that's going on right now. And the two dollar Tuesday cappers: Ross Benjamin and Tim Michael. Their plays kick off this weekend. Those are still available as well. So head over on to uh, sportsmemo.com after the show and snatch up some deals there. Uh, With that said, let's get Matt up in here. Money line. Matt, uh, that's my fault. I was kind of late to the party here, so we didn't get a chance to chat before the show. But uh, we got three uh, good games lined up for the show today. We have a a pretty nice size slate. Not a 12-game slate, but a decent size slate where we can kind of focus in on games here um how's your uh, week been going so far in the nba
2: yeah so far with the nba i'm five and four on the week not a crazy good week but we're still in the positive uh six and four total i had one play yesterday with the carolina panthers that hit as well so hitting 60 percent this week and i'm like like you said not a huge card but i'm definitely liking what i'm seeing early on so ready to, uh, to attack this slate.
1: Yeah, for me, I'm kind of going on a little roller coaster right here, like a up, up one day, down one day, up, just going up and down. But overall, in the season, still up double digits. So just hopefully, hopefully, we just continue going in that upward tra- trajectory. Wednesday, uh, Wednesday show, we had a, another good show on Wednesday. Oh wait, you were, hit. we, I think you missed out on that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah okay, yeah. So we, we are. I know. I think my best bet won that game, uh, won that day, and some of the leans hit that day as well. I know personally for my clients, I went four and two that day. So. Overall, just went pretty good. Yesterday went back down, so it's sort of that roller coaster ride that I'm talking about. But yeah, I mean uh, today's three games. Uh, actually, the first game up here is the Bucks and Spurs. Uh, Bucks, obviously, they, I mean uh, they came They're not playing anybody right now. I no. I don't. I, I bet you if this was a playoff game, they probably would be playing. But uh, Bucks are ten and one coming off of a double OT win over the Thunder. They missed their top three players: Drew, uh, Middleton, and Giannis. Uh, Connaughton and Ingles were also out um every one of those guys are out again except for Connaughton I think he's a game a true game time decision I don't know if he's going to play or not but game time decision there Spurs five and seven dropped five straight including that OT loss to the Grizz so both teams coming off OT games um this is their last home game before a five game road trip as well so do you think they can kind of close out this homestand with a, a win against a shorthanded Bucks team
2: yeah, so for me, like you said, to your point, this is a uh, tough game to quantify with so many players out on the buck side. But when I look at the San Antonio Spurs team, they have definitely been scrappy throughout the season, and they've been able to play teams very tough. You know, they've now lost five games in a row, two games of those being at home. And to your point, this is their last game in their homestand. And in my eyes, I do like the Spurs to go out and get this win, uh, cover this minus one and a half spread against the Milwaukee Bucks. Due to that fact, you know, when a team is at home, lost two in a row, lost five games in a row total, you know, I think they're going to bring their best foot forward at home in San Antonio, you know, to add to, this is a spot where, you know, Milwaukee has a a long travel going all the way to San Antonio to face off against the Spurs. And they have been very streaky with guys like Devin Vassell, uh, Trey Jones, um, you know, and, and, mixing it in with all those guys. And, you know, I do believe that they can get it done against this team. They don't have the bucks. Don't have one of those guys here who can really go and get that shot every single time, other than maybe Bobby Portis. But I did look up Bobby Portis's stats with, Drew Holiday and without Giannis Antetokounmpo and his his current line at points and rebounds is at 30 and a half and he's only hitting that at a 20 percent rate when Drew Holiday and both Giannis are missing this game so it's tough for me to put my faith in in Bobby Portis as well he would be that guy that I would look to for the Milwaukee Bucks to help get them going to be the one to go and get them a bucket key rebounds things like that but after reading up on some of those statistics. It's tough. it's tough for me to put my faith in him. So I'm going to go with the San Antonio Spurs here, and I'm going to have them covering that spread.
1: Gotcha. I mean, to me, I haven't taken this game yet, but, I mean, I like the points that you're bringing up. One thing to know about Bobby is too, when Giannis is out, what what about, I mean, just real quick question, because I trust you with the props. What, what about his rebounding props with Giannis out? Yeah,
2: so his rebounding props definitely do go up. It's just he's been very inconsistent in terms of, Points when Giannis is out like his point line is at 20 and a half right now. And that's something he's hitting under a 50% rate. He's always a great rebounder. You know, he's one of those guys who loves to attack the boards. He's great on the offensive end as well. So that's why I was trying to combine that points and rebounds. And to your point, I didn't check out just rebounds. So that yeah. is something to look up. uh, Like you said, but when I was like kind of looking at that engaging it 30 and a half just seemed a little high for me to go and take Bobby Portis. That's, that's somewhat of a stretch, especially someone, his minutes are very inconsistent when Giannis is out as well. So it's just mm-hmm. tough to get behind that when you don't exactly have a structure to go off of.
1: Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. But so for me, I mean, I know the Spurs, you know, they kind of started off this season as a, one of the more surprising teams, right? They won five of their first seven games, but they're starting to kind of show who they truly are. They they lost five straight here. They did stick around with the Grizzlies, but I think the Spurs caught them in a bad spot. Grizzlies were on the third game in four nights. Also caught them off guard cuz uh cuz they they just came off of a hard fought a hard-fought game against the Celtics. Bucks uh, obviously missing a bunch of key players coming off a double OT game. I do think that um you know uh, from this aspect of both teams coming off in OT, that's one thing that one thing that I wanted to look at specifically and uh, the road teams, the road dogs specifically actually perform well in this spot. I know obviously uh, going into a double OT, you're tired legs and you're, you're already lacking in depth uh, with the bucks here. But uh, to me, I feel like they kind of proven that they can score here and, and the Spurs, they don't have a really good defense. So, I'm not too worried about how the Bucks are going to put up points here. I think they're just a well-coached team altogether. All but since 2016, when both teams are coming off OT games, the Road Dogs are 13 and nine straight up, but 17 and five against the spread. Also to the over, 17 and five to the over. But if you look at this in a different way, too, the Bucks are only two-point Road Dogs in this spot, right? And uh, I, I looked at the same situation, right? The the Road Dogs in a, in a game where both teams are coming off in OT, I looked at the short line. So four points, four point dogs or less, the road dogs are nine and one straight up 10 and zero against the spread and also eight and two to the over. So a lot of things situationally are looking towards the bucks and the over. Um, But I mean like the, the, the depth there and also the the double OT is something that does kind of scare me here with the Bucks. So I would probably look, I'm, I'm going to be looking more towards the over than the side, but I, I don't know if I could put my money on the Spurs with how they're playing at this current moment. I just think that the Bucks have, have shown that they can put points on the board. I mean, Carter put up points Porter can put up points. Um, now Lopez can also put up points. So yeah, I, I don't know the Spurs defense uh, lacking just, tw- I think they're 28th in the league in defensive rating right now. So I, I don't, to me it's, it's the over and maybe the, the Bucks are nothing, but I, I, I'm not too sure if I'm gonna put my money on this, on the, on this game uh, as far as the side goes. So, uh, what is, what? what's your thought on the total there?
2: Yeah, I like your look on the total for sure. That's definitely something that I was looking at early on. Uh, two, you know, with that injury replacement theory, like we've talked about before, sometimes those players go come in and they just absolutely go off. And to (laughs) your point, the Spurs play very, very little defense, they play a higher style of pace. They have a lot of young guys who like to chuck up shots early in the shot clock. So, yeah, because of that, I really do like your point. This is definitely going to be a game. Uh, in terms of the spread, I will not have this on my card. I was trying to more attack this with player props, but didn't really find anything I liked. So, yeah, to your point, I do like that overlook.
1: Yeah, it's just crazy to me that I see the number going down open at 221 or 220 and a half. And now it's at 219 and a half, some two nineteens. But to me, you're missing Giannis and Drew, two of their best defenders. Uh, I mean you're you're not gonna be able to play replace that uh with anybody who really even yeah. if not even just within their team, but in the league. You you you're replacing two of the top defenders in the league. So I, I could see an overgame here. I don't I don't understand the uh, the, the line moving going down. All right, well. Next game up here, the Wolves. Grizzlies. Wolves are five and seven, coming off two straight double-digit losses in a row. I mean, I think uh, I was pretty high on this team, and they're really not showing out like I thought they were going to be. I think eventually they will be a playoff team. Uh, They might be one of those teams that kind of peak at the right time. Right now, I think they're just really trying to figure things out. Uh, The Grizzlies, they're eight and four. They're they're on a um, well, they won four of their last five, I believe. Uh, they're coming off a two-point win in OT uh, versus the Spurs, who we just talked about. Um, the Wolves are going to be without Nas Reed; he's part of that 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 second unit there. Uh, in the Grizzlies, uh, without Danny Green, Jaron Jackson, Zaire Williams, so those guys have been out for a while. Wolves, like I mentioned, man, they just kind of look lost right now. They they had they were playing with the uh, four people on the court at one point in their last game, right? Did you see that play? Yeah, I I mean, what what are your thoughts on this one? Do you think that the Wolves figure it out here or the the Grizzlies kind of looked ahead to this game um, and kind of just took it easy with the Spurs?
2: Yeah, I'm 100% with you on this. I think the Grizzlies took it a little easy on the Spurs, looked ahead to this game. And again, going to the point before, the Minnesota Timberwolves, like, I want to bet this team. I really do. Yeah. I like this team. You know, I love Anthony Edwards. He's one of my favorite players in the league. But it's just a team I can't get behind at this point in time. You know, they're 5-7 and seven on the season right now. And their wins have come against the Rockets, Spurs, Lakers, and Thunder. All bottom half NBA teams at any yeah. time that this team has faced someone who's somewhat difficult, they've completely folded. And, you know, it's just not looking great right now. And I'd much rather put my faith in guys like John Morant and Desmond Bain who are absolutely balling. You know, John Morant is making another MVP push playing just unbelievable basketball and not to mention this team also got back Dylan Brooks where, you know, somewhat of an inconsistent shooter, but he's still someone who can go off and get you 20 one night and help to boost that team. And against the Minnesota Timberwolves, I think that's pretty plausible because they're not playing the best defense in the world. You know, that trade with Rudy Gobert is mm-hmm. really looking bad at this point.
1: In- <laughs> yeah, the
2: You know, they're really just not meshing well. They don't know how to use him in the pick and roll and yeah, for me, this is Grizzlies are nothing. I can't get behind this Minnesota Timberwolves team until they show me they can beat a quality basketball team. You know, once again, I love these guys. Anthony Edwards is a point prop that I look at almost every single night, you know, especially if he's had two, uh, two games where he's missed or something along those lines. But again, I'm Grizzlies here. I, I like John Morant too much, Desmond Bain too much. These guys are too good, too consistent. So I'll put my faith in the Grizzlies.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely I definitely get that. I think just historically, when one team is coming off of an OT game and the other team is not, usually you want to take the team that is more rested, right, Um, which that would be the Wolves. But like you, I don't want to catch a falling knife here. I I don't want to step in front of this team thinking like trying to figure out when they're going to start getting this into that winning ways. Like I mentioned earlier, man, I was really high on this team. They're just not gelling correctly. I mean, they're just not gelling right now at this current moment. But I think they're just too talented not to figure this out by midseason. Um, like I said earlier, I think this is going to be a playoff team. I don't ha- I don't doubt that at all. They just uh, they they might end up, you know, like I said, peaking at the right time, which is towards the end of the player uh, towards the end of the season, uh, preparing for the the actual playoffs. You now, with that said, I think there is a chance that the Grizzlies took it easy uh especially during that start of the second half against the Spurs they uh, they got smoked in that third quarter there and that kind of backfired for them the, the Spurs ended up picking up some momentum pushing it to OT and then the game ended up you know obviously you know, Morant, Bain, Brooks and, and Adams all played heavier minutes than they really needed to they could have taken care of business or, in, in regulation but you know they, they they were kind of looking ahead to I feel like to this game here so to me, I would also look towards the Grizzlies, but I would probably focus in on it early before the tired legs kind of kick in, right? They're going to play heavier minutes towards the end of this game, and that's where I feel like maybe the, uh, the they're not going to be able to um, perform at, at a high quality with tired legs. So I would probably look towards the Grizzlies here early, maybe the first half there, and then uh, I would actually look towards the the full game under here. That I know from a full season aspect, the Grizzlies are not looking good as far as defensive rating. But in their last five games, they're actually fourth in the league in defensive rating. So they're picking it up uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Um, And I think that continues today here. uh, And maybe the the tired legs kind of hurt them on the offensive side of the ball. So I would probably stay away from the side uh, on the full game, but look towards the Grizzlies early in the first half and then maybe a full game towards the under on that one. Um, Did you have any, any prop looks on that game?
2: No, I haven't looked at any props on, on this game. The next game, Cavs versus Dogs, I definitely have one that I really, really like. But okay. this is one I still need to dive into a little bit. You know, I was actually uh, – this is when I was looking at more of the spread. I actually liked the spread there. So when I like a spread, I'll dive into it a little more, check out the analytics. And then if I don't, that's when I hop right
1: into player props. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, well, next game then, Cavs-Warriors. Uh, Cavs 8-3 and coming off two straight losses, though. They're kind of going in the wrong direction. I know – I think they had like a, a, a team meeting about, about their effort uh, in these games here. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's one of those things where they look ahead to the Warriors. It's an interesting note that I yesterday, what I did last night, I know you, you've been diving into some of the SDQL stuff, but what I did last night was actually look at...
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should, too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: they actually lose at a high rate, uh, which is is it, just interesting to me because I always think about the look ahead spot. And obviously, with the Warriors, they're always some a team that everyone wants to kind of kind of compare themselves to, and kind of you know show that they're they're worthy of beating these these guys. So I always look at the, the game before and see how they do. And interestingly enough, uh, the, those teams are losing at a really high rate so far this season. I don't know if that's going to continue with how the Warriors are currently playing. They're four and seven right now. Uh, they are coming off a three-point win uh, over the Kings, though. And then they they haven't played since Monday, so they are well-rested. They did lose five straight games before that, all on the road. Um, Actually, six of their seven losses this season have been on the road. So um, they're going to be at home tonight. Do you think they get the win here against the Cavs or or, uh, do the the Cavs write the ship here?
2: Yeah, so to your point, it's kind of funny because I was actually – on you know, it was a line that absolutely stunk. It was the Kings minus four against the Cavs. And I ended up going with the Cavs and lost that game because like you said, it was a trap spot. They were probably looking ahead to the Warriors. I fell into it, unfortunately, but here, you know, this is another tough spot and it's a tough, it's a tough game to call. You know, the Cleveland Cavaliers are one of the top, if not the top team in terms of adjusted net rating throughout the entire NBA. And the Warriors have struggled, you know, so far this season, but again, To your point, a lot of those struggles have come on the road. The Warriors are a very, very good at-home team. You know, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, all those guys get up for these games. They tend to get the crowd going and this is not my most confident pick. You'll get the player prop after, which I'm more confident in, but I'm going to side with the Warriors here. I, I'm going to side with the Warriors just for the fact that they're at home. Steph Curry has been playing unbelievable style of basketball. The Cleveland Cavaliers are on the road, on a, a road, road stand, numerous road games in a row. So I do, I think it's a tougher spot for the Cavs even though they are probably the better defensive team. They're bigger, you know, they're going to need some solid games out of roll guys like Kavon Looney and you know, Draymond Green. Draymond Green's going to have to have a very good game here in terms of rebounding in terms of distributing getting out and running because the best way you can try and take advantage of this cleveland cavaliers team is getting out and running and getting down that court before those huge guys like evan mobley and jared allen can get down there you know to evan mobley's uh credit though he does move pretty well for just an enormous human being but let's get to my player prop for that one i'm gonna be warriors minus two uh but for this player prop i do like this a lot better and this is darius garland over points and assists his points and assists right now is at 30 and a half and i really do like that for one you're going to be matched up with steph curry you know steph curry probably my favorite player in the nba but he's definitely not known for his defense that is someone that you can definitely take advantage of and after darius garland had an off game you know his last game darius garland had shot one for nine six points still had eight assists however so he is distributing the basketball very well he has he's only played four times this season but has two games of 12 assists and you know he's shooting at a high clip in those games he shot 20 times 18 times 17 times and then last game he was playing so bad he decided to only shoot nine times so if you're shooting at a clip like that where you're shooting around 17 18 shots per game and then you have a huge assist opportunity per minute getting 12 assists 7 assists 12 and 8 I think that's a very good spot against a Golden State Warriors team who has been brutal on defense you know they really need to shore that up if they expect to make some strides going forward because it seems like almost any team can score on them look at what the Sacramento Kings and Mm De'Aaron Fox did last game so because of that i'm definitely eyeing darius garland in this spot i like him to bounce back you know he's really proven that he can be one of the more dominant point guards in this league as well with that dynamic duel with himself and donovan mitchell so tonight i think darius garland points and assists might be my favorite look for this game so that's what i'll be rolling with
1: yeah that makes a lot of sense i like that that bounce back look with with garland there and obviously the the warriors have a lot to figure out with the defensive side of the ball here <clears throat> but like you mentioned right they're they're playing at home now. They do play a little bit better there. They are going to get uh, Divincenzo back, I think. Believe I believe today, and that that would add some depth and balance to that second unit. Obviously, first game back, he's probably not going to play heavy minutes, but I think that might be something that kind of gives him some uh, some balance. Like I said, in that second unit, he he came from a winning organization with the Bucks. Obviously, you know he's he's been moving around since then, but you know you he he's learned in um, kind of been in good winning organizations bucks. And now the, the, the Warriors here. So I think he has a good uh, head on his shoulders. I think he'll, he'll be a good addition to that second unit. He, he did play three games earlier this season with the squad Um, two and one in those games. They, they lost to the, to the nuggets. I think they beat the Lakers and the the Kings. So not, not huge wins there with him. But um, one thing that I was actually looking at was how teams do with this huge uh, rest advantage, right? So the, the Warriors here, three days rest advantage, um, and the uh, the Cavs are, are on one day of rest, right? So what I looked at specifically was three days rest versus a, a team that has one day or less of rest. Uh, they hit at a 53% rate, right? But I, I dove deeper into that because there's obviously there's more to it than just the rest advantage. I looked at home favorites playing at uh, on the second home game in a row, so they didn't have to travel at all, and then they're a home favorite in this spot. So um, th- that that turns into 19 and, and 11 against the spread in the last 30 games, and now if you add to the fact that their opponent is coming off of a loss, so they're kind of going in a, a downward spiral, right? So they're going in the wrong direction. Home favorites in that situation, 14 and two straight up, and uh, uh, and 14 and two against the spread dating back to 2016. The average first half margin in those games is plus 5.7. Average full game is 15.4. Interestingly enough, uh, a lot of those games are actually with the Warriors because of just how how they kind of come back after. Uh, sorry, how they kind of do well at home in those spots. Um, uh, to me, uh, obviously that they, they do play better at home. I, I would only look towards the Warriors here. Um, I I think they do a little bit better in the second half than the first half. So maybe uh, maybe the. The, the Cavs here kind of stick close in the first half and maybe the Warriors take over like they usually do in that third quarter and kind of uh, put themselves in position to win at home uh, at, at the end of the game. Uh, that's that's the way that I look at it. I know uh, to me, I think the the Warriors third quarter is, has been one of the, the cash cows in the league for like almost like five, six years now. Um, so I would probably look towards that in, in this spot here. Other than that, man, I don't know about the total. Did you have any look on the total?
2: No, I didn't have any love on this total. You know, it's a pretty high number, and, you know, the Cavs are one of those teams who can play very good defensively. Like you said, the Warriors are playing at home. They tend to play a lot better at home. And it's the Warriors are just one of those teams where I keep expecting them to play better on defense, and it's not exactly happening, but I'm still nervous to bet it, if that makes sense. Yeah, So I'm still in that spot with them because we've seen them play great defense with this almost exact lineup before. So Mm -hmm. it's like I'm waiting for it to happen, and it's just not. it kind of makes me hesitate to touch their totals
1: yeah i'm pretty sure it's that second unit i i I need to dive into that more but i'm pretty sure it's that defensive uh side of the ball in the second unit once they start kind of rotating the starters out that's where it starts to happen Mm um yeah so i know know cleveland plays a really slow pace obviously one of the better defensive teams in the league um i but definitely not taking no under with the warriors at this point they gotta (laughs) prove they gotta prove to me that they're gonna start playing defense. But yeah, uh, those are the three games today. I think those are pretty solid games. Um, obviously, we didn't fully agree on any uh, on on some big plays here, or or like we usually. Surprisingly, we actually agree on a lot of stuff on previous shows. But you yeah, know, hopefully yeah, we can, uh, come uh, come through with a lot of uh, good information for for the viewers here. Shout out to Mitch uh, dropping a lot of stuff over in the chat. There, yeah. um, definitely recommend everyone who's watching to. To drop their information drop their plays in the chat see how you're doing uh, it holds it, it brings accountability to because you can always come back to these shows and see what you did and how you did um, uh, and uh yeah so now it's time for the best bets uh, matt let's start with you what's your best bet for today's show and uh what do you have going on on the premium side
2: Yeah. So uh, to your point, real quick with those in the comments, greatly appreciate those comments every single time. Sometimes you guys point out stuff that myself or Ron may not have even checked out, you know, so it's great. We absolutely love that. But another thing, follow us on Twitter. I'll always follow back. You know, I always love communicating with those who watch the show. I like seeing your plays, what you guys got going on. So, again, just wanted to touch on that. Greatly appreciate it. And on the premium side right now, I have a big weekend plan. You know, I do cover the UFC on top of that uh, with Inside the Distance, Kyle Anthony and Andy Lang on Wager Talk uh, every Thursday at 5 p.m. now. So, yeah, I have three UFC plays loaded for that. I have five NFL plays loaded. I have one NBA play loaded for tonight. And I actually decided to package everything together for this weekend. You know, I know a lot of people are trying to check out different cappers uh, and see what they do, kind of their style, what type of plays they like to look at. So I wanted to put that up for everyone. It's a nine game. It's a total inclusive NBA, NFL, UFC package. You'll get every single play. So I wanted to do that for some of the viewers this weekend and some of those who are, again, trying to check out new cappers, new plays and things of that nature so but today let's get to that best bet my best bet for today is going to be marcus smart over 19 and a half points plus assist okay yeah a lot of points plus assists i usually don't do that but that's kind of what caught my eye today and once again marcus smart is one of those guys who he's a very streaky shooter and on the season he's actually hit this at a 40 percent rate so not really a percentage you mm-hmm. want to get behind but In this matchup, Malcolm Brogdon will be missing. He is that number two point guard behind Marcus Smart. And he's also someone who's putting up 13.7 points and 3.5 assists on the season. We've talked about that in the past. When players like that have to miss, those numbers get distributed throughout the team. And I think Marcus Smart is going to be one of those primary beneficiaries to those numbers due to the fact that Malcolm Brogdon is missing. Another thing that I wanted to touch on, Right now in the NBA season, Marcus Smart is only averaging 10.5 points, but still has a a respectable seven assists. You know, since 2019, this is the lowest season he's had in terms of points. I know it's still early and I do expect him to get it going. But in 2019, 12.9 points, 4.8 assists. 2020, 13.1 points, 5.7 assists. Last year, 12.1 points. 5.9 assists. So, again, I think this is a good spot for Marcus Smart, and he's also in a bounce-back situation. He shot absolutely brutal against the Pistons uh, last game in a matchup where he only had two points. He was 1 for 6 from the field, 0 for 4 from 3, but – still had 11 assists he's really getting his teammates involved with those assists so this is really a spot you know if you get 11 assists you can get nine points and you cover this spread and if you've watched Marcus Spartan in the past you know he's a very streaky shooter if he sees a couple shots go in he's going to keep attacking the basket and the more he attacks the basket the more he gets his teammates involved as well you know guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are shooting the basketball so well at this point in time it's very easy to swing the ball to them and get an assist that way so for me I really do enjoy Marcus Smart tonight. I think this is a low number. I think he's going to get more minutes, more opportunity again because Malcolm Brogdon is out. So I love Marcus Smart over 19 and a half points and assists tonight.
1: Yeah I actually like that look a lot too because Denver plays a high pace. They're they're not a, a strong defensive team also from a fantasy aspect uh fantasy aspect they, they are I think a top five uh team to go against uh, for point guards so yeah, as far as uh, points goes Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely a good look there. There's a possibility he can get that a majority of that through points and all he needs is maybe like four or five assists.
2: He can get 20 points. He's still one of those guys. He doesn't always do it. He's just got to see a couple go in early and then he starts rolling generally.
1: Yeah. I don't think Jamal Murray is really that, that strong of a, a perimeter defender either. So, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty strong look there. I like that a lot. Uh, for me, I am looking towards one of the games that we talked about earlier and that's the, the Bucks game here, uh, Bucks against the Spurs I do like this over in this game. A lot of the stats that I brought up earlier, a lot of the records or uh, trends that I brought up earlier points to the over. I know we're seeing uh, the the line go down, but I don't agree with it. Um, Obviously you're missing a lot of offense with Giannis and Drew, but you're also missing a lot of defense. I think defense is a lot harder to replace than offense. Obviously we've seen the, the, the bucks put up, uh, even in regulation, they put up over 110 points uh, in regulation in that last game without their top three scorers uh, on this squad. So I think the Bucs can get it done against the Spurs team who really are, are lacking on the defensive side of the ball. I think like, uh, like I mentioned earlier, 28th in defensive rating so far in the season uh, and they play a high pace. So um, there's going to be a lot of uh, opportunity for points here for the Bucks and, and uh, the sec, uh, you know, the, obviously they're the second, re- second unit here. Um, and one of the trends that I mentioned earlier, the, uh, the teams, uh, both teams coming off of a, um, ot as road dogs and um, four point dog or less situation uh, that's eight and two to the over and it's it's going going over by margin so that would be the way that i look here i'm gonna go against the line um one thing that we we noticed this season with closing line value some of the things um, are, are not going in that direction uh so there's a lot of CLV trophies going being handed out here but no no wins in that situation so <laughs> um hopefully uh that that goes uh goes well here in this overspot for the spurs and the bucks i believe that's going to be a, a premium client play as well so um and on the premium side i don't have anything posted yet there, i i've been i've been kind of been getting hit with this injury report uh issue in the nba so i'm kind of waiting on that uh for the most part but some of the teams that i know are pretty solid with their injury uh, listing of their injuries uh, i'm I'm going to start playing those guys early and then waiting on teams like the Cavs and, um, you know, some of these other teams who kind of wait late, uh, like the Sixers and stuff like that. So um, that's that's that. I, I'm also going to have the the NFL and college football and college basketball is going to start to kick in real soon, uh, possibly tonight. Um, so I'll be posting things right after the show here, maybe around noon. Uh, if you guys want to check out my, my capper page over at SportsMemo.com. Um, with that said, man, uh, uh, one thing that you mentioned that, that uh, caught my ear was the UFC, Matt. I am really, really excited for this weekend um, yeah, with Izzy, with uh, Zhang Willi. Uh, man, uh, I wish we could hey, turn this into a dude. UFC. Okay, that's, that's a we man. could turn this into a UFC show right now if we wanted to. <laughs> but uh, we don't have time for it. I just Real quick, look at this. I already got them handed out. Look at this. Iz- Izzy's right here. Izzy's Ooh. sitting right here in front of me. I'm waiting for these. Izzy's about to, Izzy's about Dude. to, reckon. I mean, that's my opinion. That's I think his stock's
2: about the rise too, because I, I personally think this Pereira fight is one we'll see maybe not just this time, two times, maybe three times, honestly. I think this yeah. is, no, these two I love really match up so well that I think this is going to elevate both. Fun- I mean, Izzy's already huge, you know, yeah but now he has a true rival. That's different. That's you know what I'm they, saying. Yeah,
1: I love that. Yeah, but I love that. But, we can't go further with the UFC. This is an NBA show. I'm just really excited for tomorrow. I'll be here watching it. Uh, obviously, NBA, I'm going to be watching tonight. Um, we will see you guys on Monday. Uh, have a good weekend. Good luck with all your action actions. we we'll see you then. All right, peace.
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain.